privilege to share the word of God today. I feel really, yeah, I feel, I feel fantastic, you know, just to be, to have this opportunity. And, and I want to, I, I want to thank Pastor Mitch and Beck. I really want to honor them. Because it's such a hard thing to transition a church that has been started by our wonderful Pastor Rod and Nicole that we dearly love. And taking over, it's, it's not an easy thing. And I, I, they're doing a fantastic job. So I just want, if you want, just to give your hands up for them <laughs> and honor them. They're, they're having a holiday somewhere in Noosa. Noosa, yeah, yeah. So it's, uh, yeah, yeah. So today, it's actually, it's not part of a, a series. I've been told I can uh, choose uh, the topics just in between. So what I did, because I know God speaks to us, so I said, God, what do you want me to share about? So I, I pray that, and then uh, one morning I was walking to the, take the bus to go in the city, and, uh, and really God uh, put my heart, said, tell them that my, my kingdom is real, and there is more. There is more to life. So this is the heading, this is what I'm going to preach about. So we start with a prayer, if you want to close your eyes. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord, that you are a good God, Lord God. Thank you, Lord, for your presence here today, Lord God. May your kingdom come here in this place, Lord God, on earth as it's in heaven. I pray, Father, that today, Lord God, we all experience your presence, Lord God, your kingdom, Lord God. Thank you, Lord. I pray, Father God, that you touch hearts, Lord God. Thank you, Lord, that you open hearts, Lord God, to receive. And thank you, Lord, for helping me to share your words in the name of Jesus Christ, I pray, Lord. Amen. Amen. I want to start with a, a story. This was about ni nine years ago, uh, the church where I was in uh, Petersham before EOG, and a young guy, uh, 16 years old, he was playing rugby and uh, had a back tackle, and he actually died the following night, just 16. And uh, so we had uh, like a commemoration of his life at church, and the dad of uh, Kundai, this young guy, his dad actually went on stage, like five days after he lost his son, went on, on stage to, to share. He said, he was a pastor, he said, I'm a pastor. And I asked God, I asked God, why death? I've been serving you for two decades, why death? And he said, God told me, who is talking about death? Kundais is fully alive, he's with me right now. And I saw this dad that just lost his son filled with a joy that I actually never seen before. A joy that comes from heaven. He was just bubbling with joy on stage. I can tell you I was so impacted. <laughs> you know, the kingdom of God was that day made so real for me. As for many as as many as many people that were there that night just joined the church, some unbelievers, like like it was just a such a, a strong impact on, uh, on us and uh, just on my faith. And, uh, but the kingdom, the kingdom is not only for what's happening after our life on earth. You know, it's just not only for the you know, heaven. It, it's there, you know, but it's not only for that. And Jesus, in the, when he was asked by disciples how I should pray, he said uh, uh, in the New Kingdom version, you know, he said, may... 
may your, may your kingdom come, may your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And in the Passion Translation, it, it's may you manifest your kingdom on earth. So the kingdom of God is actually for today as well. And, uh, and I want to share a story when I, I was, uh, so we did a lot of um, uh, short mission trips in uh, different countries, mostly in Thailand and other countries. And, and during one of these trips, we were in uh, Akka village in Thailand. So it was in the mountain, very poor village. Most people couldn't go to, to, uh, to the hospital. Uh, a lot of them actually didn't have a paper because they, they didn't even, even they were born in Thailand, they actually were a have the paper, so very poor village. And that night, the presence of God just fell upon the church. And I felt like, wow, the atmosphere completely shifted. You know, his joy, his peace. And actually, the way you, you think changed. It's just like I was so surprising. I was just transported, like, in a different world. And what happened that night, a lot of people actually got healed spontaneously we didn't have to put even lay our hand just the presence of God his kingdom just came upon us the three people that were actually in need for eye surgery they just got healed suddenly <laughs> just we didn't know who prayed so nobody could take the credit <laughs> it was just amazing just God's presence God's kingdom and it's it's for us now as well I just so because we we are born again no, you've heard that. Uh, our new life is in Christ Jesus, seated in heavenly robes. And in Ephesians 2, 6, you can put uh, on the screens. And, on, and God raised us up with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus. So this is at the past. So it's not God really raised up. It's actually he has raised us up. So our new life is actually for now, and it's in, in the kingdom of God. I'm so excited with that. There's so much more. And if we go in John uh, 14, verse 12, very truly I tell you, whoever believes in me will do the works I have been doing, and they will do even greater things than these because I'm going to the Father. So it's actually whoever, it's not some. It's actually whoever believes in me. And it's not that you will do nearly as good as me. It's actually you will do even better things, you know, greater things than these. It's amazing. It's actually available for us and it's for nice. And the next scripture, please. So it's in uh, Ephesians 1, 19. The, the version, it's uh, the Passion Translation. I pray that you will continually experience the immeasurable greatness of God's power made available to you through faith. Then your lives will be an advertisement of this immense power as it works through you. This is a mighty power that was released when God raised Christ from the dead and exalted him to the place of highest honor and supreme authority in the heavenly realms. So we can actually continually experience this great power 
this is really for us now. It's just not some glimpse when we are in a prayer meeting, when we are at church on Sunday. It's continuously, it's all the time, and it's for us. So it's just so exciting. This power that raised Jesus from the dead is actually living. It's living within each one of us here who believe. It's just amazing. There's so, so much more to life than what we experience now. Uh, most of you probably have heard of uh, Brother Lawrence. So he was, uh, in the 17th century, he was uh, a Catholic priest. Uh, he was working in a mon monastery. He was actually uh, uh, helping in the kitchen. He wasn't even not a cook. He was actually an aide in the kitchen. He was helping people. And this man understood that he could experience God's presence continuously. And this is what he was doing. So and he was saying, even if he was in the busyness of the kitchen, he said, for me, it's the same as if I spend hours on the altar praying. I feel the same. It's just like God's presence, God's power, it's just always there with me. And his wisdom, the way he was living, touched so many people that what the cardinal, you know, the big boss, you know, he actually sent someone to to interview him, what's happening with this guy, <laughs> his wisdom, his life, you know, he's showing, you know, something that we, we don't know, you know. So we can actually, his life was an advertisement of what can be done in Christ. And this is available for all of us uh, now. It's so, so exciting. Mm. So how, how do we tap into that, into the fullness that God has prepared for us because God has said in his Bible that I have the prepared the good work in advance for you to do. So everything has been prepared. All of us actually have a plan, fantastic plan, very fulfilling. And everything, every step has been prepared. We've been equipped. So it's all there. But how do we tap into that? And this is really, an, um, when I was thinking of that, I said, the kingdom of God is not bound to the limitation of our earthly kingdom. In the kingdom of God, there is abundance. There is no lack. There is divine health. E even the law of the physics are surpassed, you know. Like Jesus and Peter, they walk on water. So the kingdom of God is not limited to what we see on earth. It's far, far beyond that. And we are born again. Our new life is actually in this kingdom. We are citizens of the kingdom of heaven. So this is for us and for now. And it's amazing. And we can access that through faith. Because if we go back to Ephesians 1, 1.19, so this, this power, this amazing power of God is made available to you through faith. So we can actually access that you fight. This is for us. This is our kingdom. This is who we are. This is who we belong. So this is for us now, and it's available. It's just amazing. But the, the thing is, the thing is that we we live in the in a world, and we have some experiences every day. But what we experience is actually largely defined, but what we believe is possible. This is, you know, if we believe we can do that, you know, we probably won't experience more than that. So it's defined by that. And if our belief and expectations for life are defined within our restricted world, earthly world, 
it's likely that we won't be, believe for more because this will be the way we think. And now sometimes, you know what, I look at my life and, and there's some areas I feel, I feel so hopeless that I'm not sure how I can do that. And I, I forget that we have a big God. I forget that I have the spirit of the living God living in me. And sometimes I have the, the talent to take God out of the picture and look at my life without him and I feel hopeless. I said, how can I run this business? How can uh, be a, a good mom or a good uh, friend? It's just like so hard. Yeah, a good wife. So, <laughs> so it's like you call because if 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 we really see our future with um, our mindset of the world, our future will be defined by our struggles, by our limitation, by our wounds. Our hurt, this will what we define our, our, our future. Mm. Our future will be defined what, by what the doctors are telling us. You know, this we just we believe the reports and taking this this is the truth, you know, and this will be defining our, our future. But in the Roman twelve verse two. Uh, do not conform, uh, it's a different one. Don't copy the behavior and custom of this world, but let God transform you in a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. So there's a need really of transformation. There's a need really of thinking, not within the confined limitation of our earthly kingdom, but really to think of our kingdom in heaven, because this is our kingdom. When we were born again of the Spirit. This is where we belong. This is what's available for us. And there was no limitation here, but this is it. There's a renewal of the mind, because it's not that easy. We live in a world full of limitation every day. So how do we renew our mind? to be able to live everything that is set before us, you know, everything that has been prepared. And I was thinking about that, and there's three keys that I want to offer you today. The first one is actually to be open and willing. Because sometimes, you know, we can feel, oh, I have, my life is okay, not too bad. I'm quite comfortable. And actually, if we don't aspire for more, if you don't search for more, we most likely won't have more. So this is really be open and willing to live a life from the kingdom of God. So this is really the first key, you know. This is a start. This is the entry point, you know, to be, to be willing for, for more. Because if we, we never know who we are in Christ until we are willing to let go of who we think we are. And this is something so key, you know, be, because we think we know who we are. But we define but what Christ is making through us. And this is our, our real identity. The second key is to let God fill our imagination with his thoughts and desires for us. Oh, yes, just to surrender our imagination for God. And it, it, when we were through Ephesians 1.19, Paul prayed that we will continually experience the immeasurable greatness of God's power made available to us through faith. 
And it is not a coincidence that what we had in the verse before, in the verse 18, before we actually have the great power available to us through faith, Paul is saying, I pray that the light of God will illuminate the eyes of your imagination. This comes before flooding you with light until you experience the full revelation of the hope of his calling. That is the wealth of God's glorious inheritance that he finds in us, his holy people. So before we actually experience his great power, we need to ask God to flood with his light the eyes of our imagination. It starts really that to really start to be able to imagine something different. And we had uh, a few of us with the, the, the Pride team, we, we had a training um, with Kate Forsyth at Oxford Faller uh, last year. And I was really, Kate, uh, so they lead the, the healing uh, service once a month in Oxford Fall. And Kate, Kate shared testimony and she said she had like a life-threatening uh, illness. And for one year, she was reading scripture, trying to redo everything she could to be healed. And one day, she just cried out for God, said, God, I, I've done everything. You know, there's more than a year. I've been reading through all the scripture, and I'm not healed. What should I, what's happening? What's, what should I do? And God said, you need to see yourself healed. Because when you start seeing yourself, if you are stressed, worried, when you start to see yourself in peace, full of joy, when you start to see yourself enjoying life, having a fulfilling life, when you start to see yourself, actually you start to raise your hope. Just this hope that comes, that, oh, yeah, I start, yeah, I think. And you might realize that at some point, you actually, your future will become what you were hoping for because faith is a substance of things hoped for in Hebrew 11.1. 1. And it's, uh, I heard one preacher one time, uh, few, many years ago, he said, like, uh, hope is like a thermostat when you have a heater. Hope is like a thermostat. And faith is the heat that comes through the heater. So if you, if you put your thermostat at uh, 15 degrees, the heater will stop at 15 degrees, you know? And if you put a 22, the heater will go. So it's like if you put your hope here, your faith will actually bring you to there, not above. So it's, it's important to have this hope. And this, force, this hope really is brought by God gives us more because God can go above and beyond what we can think or imagine, you know, this verse. So, so we need to ask him to flood the eyes of our imagination that we know that there is so much more for us. It's, uh, yeah, it's uh, so exciting. Oh. Ask God to show you who you really are in Christ. And he will show you. Ask God to show you what actually you can do with his power that raised Jesus from the dead that is living within you. Ask God to show you what he can do through your life. And then put your hope there. You know, when God is showing you what, what you can do. The third key is to have a life transforming encounter with God. When we seek God, he said, when we seek God, we find him. And in Jeremiah 29, verse 13, 
You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. This is for uh, us, you know. And uh, just remember the, the story of uh, Gideon. He was hiding in the white press, so scared. He was really hiding because the enemy was so all-powerful. He was just, just hiding. And then an angel of the Lord came and said, Ah, mighty warriors. He's talking, talking about me. <laughs> so it was really, so this encounter with God actually changed him. And he actually became a mighty warrior with this encounter with God. It's amazing how encounters can change. And uh, I have another uh, story where uh, so another mission trip. And this time it was, this was 10 years ago. And our daughter, Laurie, was 12 years old. And she came with us. It was her, her first mission trip. And... Uh, so that night, the first evening, and Claude was part of the preachers, and, and the presence of God was just so strong. There was just lots of things happening. People got healed, starting to walk. It was just like amazing, the bass. And I saw Laurie coming to me, and she was whispering in my ear. and said, Mom, God is here. I said, yeah, he's here, <laughs> definitely. And then I start, you know, as a mom, oh, she's only 12. Laurie, please just stay with me. <laughs> I start to feel like the protective mom, you know, just say, just stay with me. I thought, oh, I hope she won't be too overwhelmed, you know, by what's happening. But it was just like full on. I just, just stay there with me. And then she stay around. And uh, not very long after that, she said, Mom, I pray you catch. That's it. Because she experienced the presence of God. And she actually did pray. So she was just there. Remember, she was a bit small. She was just putting her head like, hand like that on the shoulder, whispering on the ear. Just a very simple prayer. People just, just falling down in the power of the Holy Spirit. It was just amazing. And then she continued the mission trip. There was line, people lining up to have prayer with Laurie. <laughs> it was just like, and then the following mission, we even like uh, call her the mission director. You know, she had just... What I'm saying, because she experienced, she's seen, she believed, she believed, because it's not about believing what we can do. It's about believing what God can do. And this is what matters, because God can do, God can use all of us. No matter of our ages, no matter how long we've been in the church, He can use all of us in powerful way. Just when we realize that it's all about God. And that we just need to believe that what God can do. And that's it. Because he can do that through us. He can use anybody. And um, every Thursday night, as Joe said, we have the prayer meeting. And uh, those who came, we re-experience the presence of God in his kingdom. And uh, it, all the time I feel like refreshed, revived, uh, new hopes. And uh, I really encourage you, if, if, you are, if you're willing, if you, want to, if you want more, and if you can, of course, because, you know, life is busy as well, but if you can, just to come along. Don't need to come every Thursday, but if you want to have this life-changing encounter, just come along and experience God. And this, the whole purpose of that is not about us living a much more fulfilling life, and we will, it will be the case, but it's not the, the only purpose. It's not only about us being in heaven after, it's not only about that. It's actually about 
us impacting lots of lives around us as well. And in uh, Acts 27, verse 23 to 24, so Paul was sailing to Rome as a prisoner because he needed to give his testimony uh, at Rome. And, uh, and this is what happened. So last night, an angel of the God to whom I belong and whom I serve stood beside me and said, Do not be afraid, Paul. You must stand trial before Caesar. And God has graciously given you the lives of all those who sailed with you. It's amazing. You know, and the ship, it's been shipwrecked. All the life has been spared. Why? Because Paul was there. Paul was fulfilling his calling, going to Rome. He was on the boat. And because Paul was on the boat, all the lives has been spared. It's amazing. Amazing what the presence of a believer can do. It can change. It can change what's happening in a room, in an environment. It can save life. And just, it's just amazing just to see that. And God, on your plan, you know, the plan that God has prepared for, for you, it actually, it's prepared that you will impact those in, the, in your sphere of influence. So you have siblings, you have your parents, your children, uh, your work colleagues, people you meet in the street. So all those who are in your sphere of influence, it's actually on your plan that these people will be impacted. The lives will be impacted. And um, this was the one year ago I had like, a, I was listening. So we were in a prayer meeting. I was listening to the, the song, What a Beautiful Name. And, and the, the words, uh, I, I didn't want heaven without us. You know, he, Jesus didn't want heaven without us, so he brought heaven down. And the words, he didn't want heaven without us, just like the, hurt, the words like just hit me. And I thought about my daughter, Chloe, my dear, I'm going to cry. <laughs> and she's not with God yet, you know, she's, um, and I thought, I don't want heaven without her. I don't want heaven without her, without Chloe. And I won't have heaven without her because I know she would be there. Because there's some faithful prayers like uh, Annie Lucas, like Helen Brackenridge. Every day, every day they're praying for Chloe. They're praying for her salvation. And we are praying too for her salvation. And I believe that the prayer of this faithful servant of the Lord are being heard. I believe that this will change Chloe's destiny. I believe that she will go in heaven. And this, it's a sign for all those that you know that are not yet with the Lord. You can change the destiny by praying, by being, by really uh, going in the fullness that God has prepared for you. Hallelujah. Mm. Just amazing, just to know like uh, our life is far beyond, far beyond what we can think or imagine. We can do so much more. And it's just, it's an invitation. God has prepared everything and he's inviting us so that we can have a transformed life and we can impact so many lives. Let's close your eyes and pray.
Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for your presence with us. Thank you, Lord. I pray, Father, that the people here today, Lord God, we feel the warmth of your embrace, Lord God. Father, there's people that's craving for you, Lord God. I pray, Father, that you fill them, Lord God, with your joy, with your peace, Lord God. I pray, Father God, for breakthrough. I pray, Father God, that you fill our imagination, Lord God, with what you have for us, Lord God. I pray, Father God, that we will know who we are in you, Lord God. Our dear children, Lord God. Oh, yes, Lord God. I pray, Father, that you show us, Lord God, what you have prepared for us, Lord God. What we're going to do, Lord God, with the, the spirit of the living God that raised Jesus from the dead, that is living within us, Lord God. Thank you, Lord, Lord God, to show us, Lord God, are we going to change atmosphere, Lord God. We arrive, Lord God, in a, in a place when there's stress and fear and then the joy and the peace will just take over. Or is it like when we walk in the street, same as Peter, people will be healed by the shadow, our shadow, thank you, Lord. Or is it that we will raise our, take our hand, Lord God, that people, someone who are ready to give up, Lord God, that we just know when and for who we give our hands, Lord God. Thank you, Lord, that to help us, Lord God, to be your, your hand and your feet on earth, Lord God. Thank you, Lord, that we can live this life, Lord God. We can be this life from a kingdom perspective, Lord God, seated in heavenly places, Lord God. I pray, Father, that today, Lord God, we much more re be a greater reality, Lord God, that we belong to the kingdom of God, Lord God. We are born again, Lord God. We have, Father God, we have been blessed with all the spiritual gifts in heaven, Lord God. We have supernatural powers, Lord God, in your name, Jesus Christ, Lord God. And I pray that today, Lord God, chains will be broken, Lord God, in our minds, Lord God. I pray that stronghold will be broken, Lord God. In the name of Jesus Christ, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that you break our limitations, Lord God. I pray, Father God, that your voice voice will be louder, Lord God. Oh, yes, Lord God. When we will think that we can't, Lord God, your voice will be louder saying that you can because I am with you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that we'll feel empowered, Lord God. And we won't think about what we can do, Lord God, but we'll think of what you can do through us, Lord God. Oh, yes, Lord God. Oh, yes, Lord God. We're asking for more today, Lord God. And I pray, Father, I pray for divine revelations, Lord God. Maybe today, Lord God, it might be in a dream, Lord God, in the days to come. I pray, Father God, that you reveal our callings, Lord God. You reveal, Lord God, what you have in store for us, Lord God. Oh, yes, Lord God, and thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that in your heaven, Lord God, in your kingdom, Lord God, there is perfect health, Lord God. And I pray, Father, for those who are in need of healing, Lord God, maybe spiritual physical, emotional, Lord God. I pray in the name of Jesus, Lord God. I pray, Father God, may they be healed, Lord God. By your stripes, Lord God, they have been healed, Lord God. Oh, yes, Lord God. Oh, yes, I pray, Father God, that you stir up your spirit within us, Lord God. I pray, Father God. Oh, yes, Lord God, I pray that we be excited with life, Lord God. I pray, Lord God, because you are the God of hope, Lord God. Oh, thank you, Lord, that you fill us, Lord God, 
as we put our trust in you, you fill us with your peace and your joy so that hope may overflow by the power of your Holy Spirit. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray for lives full of hope, Lord God. We pray for hope for this church as well, for the destiny of this church, Lord God. In the name of Jesus Christ, Lord God, we thank you, Lord. Thank you. Maybe some people here in this place that do not know Christ yet. And every eyes close. Thank you for raising your hand. If you want to give your life to Christ. Or some of you may feel perhaps a bit disconnected from God. And you want to surrender your life again to God. We thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And we have a time of prayer. And we may sing the song of the surrender. And, uh, and if, one of, if you want to perhaps receive some revelation, if you want to touch from God, if you want to live this life, this transformed life in the kingdom, I invite you to come for prayer. And we, the prayer team will pray for you. Thank you. Awesome. Why don't we all stand across this?